Welcome to Powered by Her, exploring the stories of how area women power their business. Here, from the growing network of female entrepreneurs of the Upper Cumberland, with your host, Tiffany Anton, Director of Biz Foundry. Powered by Her starts now. Hi, you're listening to Powered by Her on the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center. I'm Tiffany Anton with the Biz Foundry, and I have Mary Mae Smith, owner of the Art Jam here in Cookville, Tennessee. Hello. Thank you for coming in. So the Art Jam is a paint place for amateurs kind of thing. Yeah? I, yeah, that's a good description. Um, <laughs> Non-artist art, art place. <laughs> perfect. Um, I usually say uh, art for entertainment rather than art for education. So. Okay. Yeah, that makes, I think it's definitely an, an entertainment. Um, one thing I want to point out right from the jump is that you're young. For an, to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I'd like to think I'm pretty young, but yeah. Yeah. So um, have have you always been in the Upper Cumberland area? Are you new to this area? Um, so I grew up here and then I left for school and I came back, I guess, about six years ago. Okay. So, so have you always been really interested in art and... Actually, not really. Really? Um, yeah. So, so you weren't the kid in school that was like, oh, stop doing This is Mary May's paper. She doodled <laughs> all over it. Um, well, by high school, I was. But mm-hmm. when I was a kid, I didn't care about art too much. Like, I would draw. It's just something that I, I guess I would just do. But um, I wasn't like the art kid until late, late high school. And what? so what were you like as a young kid? Um, I was the weird nature kid that had like bugs in boxes and stuff. <laughs> Look, mom, I found this creepy crawly. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, so which I think in enjoying nature is kind of part of artistry. Oh, absolutely. Um, so by high school, was there a teacher that really kind of got you involved in art and inspired you or what, what drove that passion? You're going to you're going to not like this. It was out of spite. Um, <laughs> I actually didn't like one of my teachers. So I was like, I'm going to be better than what she thinks I am. I so. love that. I know. <laughs> I totally um, I think there's a lot of issues wrong with the education system. Yes. Um, and so I think that there are some amazing teachers not to. Oh, not, absolutely. But I think there are some that are not so amazing. And um, I love that the spite kind of drove your passion for what Mm -hmm. you're and and I think there's a a lot of times where people are like I'm gonna prove this person wrong so I'm gonna become something and I think in the world of artistry is that a word artistry um it's hard to think of having a business that's going to be your livelihood right I'm sure you've been told a lot along the way (laughs) you're never going to be able to make a living as an artist oh yeah um I could make a list. We'd be here for a while. Of all the people who have told you that. Yes. So when you, you said you went away to school, where did you go to go to school? Um, so I went to Savannah College of Art in Atlanta. Um, I studied uh, sequential art, which if you don't know, that's um, comic books, pre-production for book or not, uh, not books, uh, for TV and movie. Um, so like concept art, storyboarding, stuff like that. Wow. Interesting. Okay. So you went there, you studied... I mean, kind of cartoony kind of art, yeah. right? Is is sto- mm-hmm. storyboarding's a little bit more um, along the cartoony, and what at at that point were you thinking? I want to be a business owner. Um, yes. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to open a studio with a couple of my classmates, and we would kind of form together like like the beginnings of Disney or Marvel. It's just a bunch of artists that come together and make something 
together, um, which eventually kind of turned in and rolled into what the art jam became. So in a way, I kind of accomplished that. Yeah. So there was an art place open, Mm -hmm. a a similar. um, So so those that don't know what what painting for entertainment is, you will guide um, people through a scene or a painting that you have kind of um, the finished product done and you're like, this is our goal of what we're getting to. Um, But those people who have zero artistry skills can come in and and take home something that looks maybe that they would hang on their wall. Yeah. Well, and we try to make sure everybody goes home happy with something that they can be proud of. But it's it's their creation. Exactly. But you've kind of showed them. Um, it's a little bit m- more um, involved to me than Bob Ross of like, you know, just plant some trees. Yes, uh, he's, he's very, um, I, I guess the word's laissez-faire. Um, he's going to do his thing. And if you can keep up, it's great. Um, we're a lot more hands-on. I'm not going to just, you know, keep the video rolling. I'm going to stop and I'm going to help you. Um, and we can work together. Uh, that's kind of my tagline is be creative together. So it's, it's not just you following me. It's us working together. What? Um, okay. So then, so there was a place here that mm-hmm. shut down. So did you think I'm going to, I can come in and, and take the, you know, find the corner on this market or. Um, pretty much exactly. Um, we got the notice that they were going to close that studio cause I did work with them. Um, they're great, but, um, I got in with another artist and she had already started laying the uh, groundwork for building up a new studio. Um, and that was Studio B with uh, Brandis. And um, she got it going, I think, about a year and a half. Um, and then she had a calling and she uh, moved out and I took over. So, And um, and what made you decide that you wanted to because oh, owning a business as you have now, how many years has the art jam been? Uh, I think this is year four. Year four. And owning a business is way different than, and running a business with customers that you interact with way different than, than just not, I'm, I'm going to use air quotes, just (laughs) being an artist. There's a million things that go into running a business. Yes, absolutely. Um, and well, I've, been running like an art business um, basically since high school, um, doing art for money in some capacity. So I had a lot of experience doing that for myself, but suddenly having a brick and mortar location, suddenly having um, repeat customers, customers that come back and do multiple classes or getting schedules ready for those classes is just a completely different animal. Figuring out your budget and your your accounting and payroll. I mean, you have employees, right? You have employees that, I mean, there's a lot more to running a brick and mortar business than just, than, than, than following your passion. And this is what I say to all the entrepreneurs that I have in here is that, you know, Art. Well, and, and the thing that I think is very unique about you is that you may know art, but now you've had <laughs> to learn how to explain art. Right. And you have become a teacher. When you have to condense it down into something that's digestible, because being like a like a regular art teacher, you've got, I don't know, nine weeks to teach your students. I have two hours maybe on a on a good day. And and, so. and those are people who have some skill in in a nine week class or, right. or, or you assume, or they have maybe some background. 
Um, these are people who are like, oh, I just want a night out. I want a date night. Yeah. So <laughs> we have to make it educational without being overbearing. And then you have to make it as fun as possible, which I like to think we do a really good job at that. Um, I like to take pictures at the end of classes and no one's ever frowned except maybe the spare toddler that's ready for nap time. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, and that's a, that's a good point too, Mary Mae, that you, um, you have children's classes, mm-hmm. you have adult classes. Um, did you think that you would be in an educational environment where you're teaching youth to adults? Yes, uh, that was in the business plan. Um, because unlike other studios where it's just the one um, painting instruction, Uh, We offer like a summer camp. We do all kinds of arts and crafts and uh, workshops and stuff like that. So it's not just the one thing. It's everything I can come up with at this point. (laughs) Why is it important to you to serve such a a broad range of people? Um, Well, I want everybody that comes in the door to believe that they can make something, um, make something beautiful, really. And I want, whether it's a five-year-old or an 85-year-old, I want them to come in and have the confidence to go out and do something else that's beautiful once they leave. So you feel like kind of you're laying your impact on these people right there, Mm -hmm. and then you're hoping that they go and impact further. Yes. And kind of they're your hands and feet to go out into the community and do beautiful things. Well, and both with the community and as a, like a personal milestone, like, a lot of folks will come and say to me, oh, I can't draw anything but a stick figure. Oh, I can't draw a straight line. But you can. Like, that's the cool thing with art is once you've got the want to and the courage to do it, um, it's really just practice. And then you can have that confidence elsewhere. Like, um, I know a lot of my instructors, um, they came in maybe a little less confident. And now they can rule the roost in whatever they do. So you, so you, you have taught youth and adults how to be artists themselves you've taught your employees how to teach others yes do you have any background in teaching no (laughs) were you were you trained in this did you babysit a lot growing up did you oh um did you get fired from babysitting job (laughs) no 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 um i actually um i now have 13 siblings i grew up with six of them wow so are you where do you range in that uh, I'm on the older side. Okay. I'm not the oldest, but so, close. you know, being an older sibling is, there's a lot of teaching and mentoring. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, that, that kind of seems like what you're describing with your employees is that you mentor them and kind yes. of show them the ropes. In case you're just joining us, you're listening to Powered by Her in the Hinson Oakley Podcast Center. I have Mary Mae Smith, owner of Art Jam in today, and we're talking about teaching people to um, become artists and you mentioned that you like to kind of show people that they have skills and then they can go and use that in the community and in their own lives and one thing that we were we were just talking about earlier is that I love what you have done to this community (laughs) so um, the clean commission has had reached out to you and and tell us a little bit about that project you're working on So I'm working with the Clean Commission, and we are doing a beautification project on the Low Avenue Recycling Center. Um, My main involvement with that is creating a mural on the cardboard recycling bins um, that shows 
the life cycle of a monarch butterfly. Um, and we wanted to not only make it beautiful, but make it educational um, and make it something that people want to keep clean over a long period of time. So you have painted a mural of a butterfly mm -hmm. on the recycling bins. These yes. recycling bins that people are literally, you know, here's my cans that, you know, mm -hmm. maybe I sort of barely washed out and they just, <laughs> they think of it as, I mean, it's a recycling receptacle, but somewhat of their, you know, tr this is things they're disposing of. Right. So this is not something that they're usually thinking as a beautiful area, to, but it is an amazing mural. Thank you. Um, and and I think that it's interesting the um, range of your art as well. So this is very cartoony and very um, whimsical. Is, is I, like, a, I like whimsical. Whimsical. But then you have um, you, I've seen some artwork posters that you've designed for some of the bands that have come to town that is much more um, anime ish. I don't I, clearly I'm not an <laughs> oh, artist. No, you're fine. That, Art, art is in the eye of the beholder. So, so. it's um, just a bit more. It's not whimsical by any means. I'm thinking of the um, the German, Journey t Tribute Band that oh, yeah. had kind of a skull kind of thing, right? Um, and so um, just, uh, you know, it was, it was a rock and roll kind of yeah. po poster. So not whimsical. How do you, um, and, and your background is kind of storyboarding, cartoony mm -hmm. kind of thing. So how do you gain all these skills? Um, practice. It's really just a lot of practice. Um, a regular day for me involves at least three like drawings, um, usually at least a painting, um, and then a ton of studies. So many studies. What do you mean study? Like, what do you do for studies? Um, so studies can be anything from, um, becoming familiar with my tools. Uh, let's say I get a brand new pencil, which I did. It's great. Um, but I'm learning the limits of those tools. I'm checking out what colors I can use, or I'm looking at uh, like life studies, um, pictures of people, or if I can get hold of a real person to pose for me, that's way better. Um, or drawing animals or whatever it might be in preparation for um, making the poster or the mural or the new design in the studio. Um, sometimes I just sit and draw my hands over and over and over because hands are very difficult to draw. Um, they're fun now, but when you're just getting into it, it's, it's different. So where do you go to work on, do you work from home? Do you work in your studio? Do you find inspiration? Some areas more easy to work in? That's an excellent question. Um, yesterday I was hanging out at a boba tea shop, drawing on my iPad. It was wonderful. Um, the day before I was hanging out on my grandparents' farm, same iPad, sketchbook, just checking in with nature. Um, sometimes I hang out in the studio. This is the world we live in that you're doing <laughs> your art on an iPad. Oh yeah. I was actually going to ask you if you felt like you were limited in a rural area because you, you mentioned your new pencil. Mm -hmm. As far as I know, there's no really, really high end art stores here in Cookville, Tennessee. No, unfortunately, um, like we've got a Hobby Lobby, which is, it's good. Um, but the magic of the internet is always there right at my fingertips. Um, I can order like my special brushes from Japan. I can get um, a watercolor palette from Germany. Maybe that's on my wish list. But um, like I'm, I'm, I don't feel limited now like I did when I was younger. 
Um, Because when I was younger, it's crayons and printer paper because we don't have anything else. Well, and I think, you know, you did grow up in rural Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And so people and people don't maybe know more of (sighs) to develop a high end artist um, for kids. People don't think about that. I think sometimes of like, oh, this kid really is into this and really has talent. Let's spend some money on brushes from Japan. And it's it can be very expensive, Um, but that's. The other side of art, like you can make art with the leaves in your backyard. You can make art with the pencil you found at school. Like the only real limit is what you're allowing yourself to be limited by. But at the same time, a brand new set of watercolors is just going to be so much more inspiring than not. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and and you said it's just it can be so expensive, but so can travel baseball. Yes. So <laughs> why, um, you know, can you speak on um, encouraging people to to really respect artistry as much as they respect sports? Absolutely. Well, and I feel like and I've seen in my work um, at the Art Jam and elsewhere, um, art is more like a sport than anything else. Um, art can be like some people have a natural talent for it. Um, but that's it doesn't end there. Like everybody says, um, oh, they're so talented. But really, you should be saying, oh, they're so skilled, because um, if you put in the time to um, hit a baseball, if you go to the driving or the, the batting cage, the cages, mm-hmm. thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you hit that ball and you hit that ball and you practice running the bases or whatever it might be applicable to that sport. It's the exact same thing with art. You're drawing that hand. You're drawing that person that apple in a basket over and over and over and once you've got that muscle memory um everything kind of gets a little bit easier um so you can treat it a lot like a sport like you're gonna put in the hours i'm gonna practice for two hours today i'm gonna practice for five hours today whatever it might be um and i'm not a parent but i would definitely encourage parents to encourage their kids to start um, looking at the world around them and maybe not necessarily drawing, maybe they're into sculpting or whatever it might be, but looking at it from that perspective and allowing them to grow with that perspective. So another thing that you are involved in is um, the Biz Foundry is doing a an event for makers of mm-hmm. the, the Upper Cumberland, and we have asked you to create a community mural Yes. So tell us a little bit about that. What were what you going to do and how, how is this going to take place? Um, so I'm absolutely thrilled to be on this project. Um, so we are going to do a community mural um, on a little patch of uh, wall between the Art Jam and the Biz Foundry. So I love the location already. But um, as far as like content, I'm thinking we're going to be doing... Um, it's really cute. It's bears at a picnic um, because um, we had a bear come through town. So it's kind of our unofficial town um, mascot. mascot. Yes. And they're, I love drawing bears also. But um, I figured we'd do a picnic to sort of highlight the food in town because that's one of the things I just love about Cookville. So I can get just about any kind of cuisine I want here in the city limits. So I wanted to show off all the things that I like, all the things that you can get in town with a cute little picnic scene. So what does community mural mean? What is that? How's that going to look? So it's actually going to work a lot like um, the classes at the Art Jam. 
So I'm going to have it sketched on the wall. I'm going to get all the priming and stuff done before everybody's there. But I'm going to sketch out that design. And then um, let's say you and uh, your folks are going to come and I'm going to give you the paint. I'm going to show you where to put it and you can add your own spin on it. Um, and we're going to have a bunch of folks come in and help color and paint. And then um, at the end, I'm going to come in and do some like touch ups, some uh extra little details so that we've all worked on something together to bring something beautiful to that area. Do you have any idea how many murals are in this town? Um, a lot. <laughs> there's, there's a handful. Um, there's a lot of new ones that yeah. I'm really happy about. Which I think, um, again, that's one of the components that make this rural area pretty special is mm -hmm. the amount. But it, I think I drive by a lot and, oh, that's so cool. It'd be kind of cool to put my own, you know, be part of that. Right. And so we're allowing, um, and, and it's not a small building. <laughs> no, it's very big. It's a large um, mural that, that hopefully people for years to come will, will go by and say, that was my piece that I, yeah. I, you know, I did that there and I was a part of part of that painting and again you get to inspire people to know that they have the artist skills that they exactly. they might not think that they do one one thing i just love seeing is um with kids they will point to a thing and say i did that um it's even more rewarding when it's adult and they say i did that oh for sure that's that's a, such a true point i i talk a lot about how women don't wear the hats that we deserve a lot of times as, you know, I think it might have been hard for you to be like, I'm a business owner or some people say, you know, you, even <laughs> when I said owner of the art jam, you said, I always say owner and artist, but um, you know, it's hard for us to wear those. But I think artist as adults, is really hard to wear yes. that hat sometimes. One, one thing that makes me sad is folks will say, Oh, I'm not artsy. Like, but you've just come in my studio and sat for two hours and walked out with a masterpiece. Like mm -hmm. you're, you're artsy. You can be an artist. Mm -hmm. You can claim that title. It's it, that's it. That's exactly true that I think people have a hard time saying I, I can claim that yes. I'm going to claim that. So, um, so you started this business, opened this business, you're, you're, um, you know, becoming successful. And then you decided to get involved in hip Cookville. Oh yeah. So what, why, why as you're owning a business, running a business, teaching other people how to be, teach their classes, what made you decide to get involved in something else? Well, um, I'm crazy. I'll just say that. Uh, cause that's not nearly the only thing I do, but, um, with hip cookville and what is hip cookville for the listeners? Um, so hip cookville is, how do I put that in a sentence? <laughs> how? Um, we bring uh, enrichment to the community in the form of arts and music specifically. Um, we also do a lot of community involvement and stuff like that. But the, the whole point of Hip Cookville is to make Cookville hip and to make that hip accessible to everybody else. Um, but I got involved because of that underlying desire for um, everybody to have that sort of opportunity to show their strength, to show their passion. Um, and I was asked to join after I made the logo cause Blair thought it was that cool. And I thought, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, so then we joined forces and we started bringing, um, the hip Cookville concert series and, um, we do, uh, the Cookville treat trail, which that's my baby. I made that, um, not by myself or anything, but, right. um, but you feel really passionate. I'm, I'm very proud of that, uh, that entire project and process. 
So. Yeah. So you, um, so you have really wanted to leave an impact on this community. Yes. Do you think, looking back at Mary May, who started art despite her teachers, <laughs> um, do you think that that Mary May of you know middle school, high school thought she would want to come back to Cookville and leave an impact and really make this place a better place? Is it spite that's making you do this? Well. It's a different spite now, but yes, um, I think me at that age would say you're not working hard enough. You could do better. Yeah. Um, but hey, good job at what you've already done. Yeah. Well, I think sometimes, you know, you can go either way as a spiteful teenager. You can oh, be yeah. like, I'm leaving and I'm never coming back. Or you can say, I'm leaving. I'm going to show that teacher. I I'm own, own my own business and I'm going to leave a huge mark on this community. Oh, yeah. So have you have you talked to that teacher? <laughs> I have not spoken to that teacher since. Um, um, we won't leave any names. Oh no 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 no. Who they are? But no, and I don't I don't want to like rub it in her face or anything like that. It's yeah. enough for me to know that I've succeeded everything that they thought I was. Yeah. So that's good. That that's good that you have that. And then so and we, you you talked on this a little bit. You also have a I don't know if you call this a side hustle or a main hustle. Um, <laughs> But you also go on the the circuit of uh, going to um, events and selling your artwork. Oh, yeah. Your wares. Is it a circuit? I don't even know. How do you? Uh, we call it the con circuit because okay. it's a convention circuit. Okay. Um, and that is. So spring, summer, fall. Spring, weekends. summer, fall, weekend. It's pretty much always on weekends. Um, it's around the country. Um, I'm very much looking forward to one coming up in, I think, April, maybe May, and that one's in Atlanta. That's one of my home shows. Um, but that's that's where a lot of my confidence comes from, is being able to say, this is my product that I made with my hands, um, whether it was drawing or whatever, and then people are willing to pay money for that. They're willing to say, hey, here's this sum of money. Will you draw this, this, and this for me? And I say, oh, yeah, of course. That sounds great. Yeah. Well, and I hope you understand how much teaching people that they are artists is just as impactful too. You oh, know? absolutely. You know, I think um, what you do for this community is a really, it's really big. Thank so you. Um, I think that I love the impact that you're making, whether it's your art places or the, and I, what you've done with the youth too. I, you've teamed up with the children's museum to do events. And like you said, you do summer camps. And mm-hmm. so you're really starting at that young age to inspire these kids. Um, I know my own daughter, she she <laughs> created a, a fantasy university and it was an art university. Oh, I'm she, I'm gonna cry. That's so that sweet. She created. Yep. So, I'm so proud. Yep. So um, her mascot for her university was a crayon. Oh, I love it. That's <laughs> awesome. So yeah. So anything that you want to tell young, um, inspiring artists about owning a business or, um, um, I think the biggest thing is. I know you can do it. You know you can do it, so go do it. You you know you can do it. I like that because I think some people say I can't. No, and you totally can. And that's just what the words coming out of their mouth, but not what they have in their heart. That's right. That's, that's awesome to hear. You're listening to Powered by Her and the Hinson Oakley Podcast Center. This is Tiffany Anton with the Biz Foundry, and I have Mary Mae Smith, owner of the Art Jam. How can people find, first of all, Mary Mae Smith? How can they find you? Um, so my personal artwork is under the tag Alien Mary May, um, and my name is spelled M-A-R-Y-M-A-E. 
Um, that's all my personal stuff. Um, you can find what cons I'll be at. You can find sketches and completed works. Do you have a website that is that? Or how do you? Um, it's a dot .com. It's a Twitter. It's an Instagram. That's just it's everything. everything. Okay. Alien Mary May. Mm-hmm. Um, and how are you on LinkedIn? Is that, that's not for artists. Is oh, that, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, what am I thinking? Um, so, um, and then how can they found, find the Art Jam? So the Art Jam is found under the Art Jam, C-K-V-L. So that's the Art Jam Cookville. Um, and that's a dot .com. That's a, a Twitter, an Instagram, a Facebook. Facebook's going to be the main place to find it, though. Okay, so people can connect with you and your work through those um, entities. Anything else that you want to tell us today, Mary Mae? Um, thank you for having me on. I want to continue doing as much good for this community as I can, um, and I'm just thankful to be a part of it. Oh, well, we love you. We love having you in this community. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to Powered by Her in the Hinson Oakley Podcast Center. You've been listening to Powered by Her. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.